Yeah, so I, uh, we didn't know every day, you know, we didn't know if they were going to live because there were just so many complications mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and so I had to mentally detach myself from from the girls and I still loved them. It wasn't that I didn't care about them. It's just, I, I was expecting it, you know, um, that like wreaked what havoc. What was their percentage? Like what, what was the, um, it, it's actually pretty high. Rate. So because they were born at 28 weeks to the day, hmm. um, their chances of survival were, I, th- I think it was like 94%, which is a very high chance. Okay. So that's the, that was the great news. The issue was that, I, I don't know if it's the way the healthcare system works, but they were very rarely hopeful. They wouldn't be mm-hmm. coming and be like, you know mm. what, they're going to be okay. They'd be like, okay, 94%. So and we're like, oh, 94%. Yeah, we love those odds. And then every well, day it I was like. I bet it's like really hard to like build up people's hope and then watch it crash. Yes. So they'd probably rather yeah. focus so, on the numbers and the chances in a very objective way which i 100 percent. so i'm a data guy like that's mm-hmm, why i'm in a mm-hmm. phd program like i understand data very well and so that's where i always so we had a couple nurses that were very good at this and this is how i wish all of them were trained you present you present best and worst case scenario so that you can understand where to be in between because yeah. we were only getting worst case scenario we didn't even know what best case was so i mean oh. best case was is they were surviving yes but yeah. it's like all we heard was worst case all the time like you know she like when christiana had to be life flighted to uh primary children's and she had an uh, they thought she had a twisted upper gi and they're just like yeah if this happened because she was throwing up green bile and she was you oh know, 29 weeks old and they every teeny bit of nutrition counts at that age uh-huh. uh, at that at that number of weeks um and so yeah they were just like you know if it's if it's uh if it's twisted then we're gonna have to go and do surgery and surgery usually doesn't work out when they're this young and so like that's how that's how they put it to us and i'm like what the yes. hell like so and i'm sitting there in a room as they're doing these scans on her you know so it's just it's just crazy so all of that wreaked like absolute havoc on my psyche like I had I didn't know how to deal with it all um and kind of going back to what we were talking about late uh, earlier um I didn't realize it had it had wreaked so much havoc on me until um gosh well well, like two years ago two-ish years ago uh Steph was like so could I would like to have another baby and like mm. it had not even crossed my mind because I was in survival mode mm-hmm. from the time they were born right. until yes. that moment. Yes. And I was like, wait, what do you mean have a baby? And she like, what do you mean have another baby? And she's like, I would like to get started on, you know, the girls are now, you know, a couple years old. Like I would like to start trying. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like it, I had so much anxiety mm-hmm. just at her saying that. And that's when I realized we needed to go to like some to a therapist to really work through and did she you was guys, did you guys have to ivf for your third yeah we did wow yeah. so we've we've never had a baby just you know nat- naturally um but it worked out really well the second time like no joke like i everything went her body better was than ready. It, yeah yeah, yeah it was ready, was ready and it, yeah. everything went better than it should i mean we tried as well again because people are like mm-hmm. and even the doctor's like oh yeah you've had ivf now it sometimes jump starts your body because we found out that a lot of times because steph my wife did she did ballet for like i don't know like 18 years or something mm-hmm. she ran track she was always an athlete she played soccer she did basketball she did all these things and they they because she started at such a young age there are links to mm-hmm. in studies there are yeah. links to infertility because when they're going through 
their first period and all that, their body uh, and those changes in general, their body doesn't know what to do because it's under so much stress all the time. Mm, mm -hmm. So that's what we were thinking. We're like, okay, that's it. But now that we'd had IVF, like we were like, she's probably jump started. We're good to go. Mm -hmm. uh, like the doctor said, and we started trying and nothing was happening again. Um, and so it was frustrating, but we're like, you know what, let's just go through with it. Let's just go do IVF again. And we did. And it, it seriously went so well from the IVF, from the transfer of the embryo, because we have frozen embryos to having Ava. So Steph didn't, she decided she didn't want to do, she didn't want to be induced. She didn't want an epidural. She didn't want any of that stuff. She just did hypnobirthing and just, I mean, she still wow. did it at the hospital, but she's, yeah, she just decided that she wanted to, to do all of these things for best case scenario which is a usually as long as there aren't complications without those things you can have a quick birth um and so that's what she wanted she was like i want i want this to be a quick birth where we can get her out and she's safe and it's good mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. versus being induced and epidural and prolonged you know process so she went she did all that and it was great and yeah her, her name is evelyn she we named her after her um, her grandmother from Germany that passed away now. Um, and we call her Ava and she's just, mm -hmm. she smiles all the time. She's the sweetest little girl ever. She makes me so happy. Um, yeah, we love her. So that's so cute. Been through a lot, but the, ther but therapy was, I mean, you guys have talked about therapy in your other episodes, yeah. but my gosh, like I wish I had known more about therapy. Um, when I was maybe a little bit younger, it would have mm -hmm. probably helped me with a few things in life. But now I, between therapy and meditation, I'm like, if you think that they're, that they're like, I, I don't know, hippie stuff or, or any of that stuff. Like if you think it's all just a hoax, like give it a try because you will yeah, be blown yeah. away at how amazing all of it is. You know, well, there's not I a lot of guys, sorry, not a lot of guys have a emotional vulnerability enough to say that they like therapy or that they attend therapy. Yeah. Well, is that you where know you me, going, unconventional. <laughs> Toxic masculinity. No, yeah. I was going to ask, uh, since this is America, how much did your kids cost on average? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, for the twins, we paid about 20 grand. Wow. I think oh, it was about that's 20 grand. pretty cheap, right? It, it was cheaper than adopting. Like we, we were weighing the options. Do adopting was like 33 on average. And we paid like Interesting. 20 grand. And then the second time around, I can't remember exactly, but it may have been like seven grand because... Uh, oh, because we already had the embryos and all that. I, yeah, it's not bad. It's just not fun when you're like, I just want a kid and I have to fork over. Because it's not like, I mean, and, oh, and they freaking gouge you if you use their loans. So we just had to like save up for all of this. Um, wow. They're like student loans. They have high interest rates if you finance the, the your child. Um, it's just crazy. But, you know, it's part of life. And, and we absolutely love our girls. But that is why I said hell no to any more. Because... Yeah. I'm like, I can't do any more emotionally. Like I don't, I, I'm just really glad I made it through the third and everything went really well. And that's, I needed that because you guys, when I, when I saw, uh, Ava come out, like I had an instant bond yeah. with her. It was the craziest oh, thing I've ever had. That's happen. so special. It was just, yeah. And, and I didn't have that before. And so I well, didn't, yeah. it, for the longest time, you guys, I felt so guilty inside because I was like, I love my girls. There's no question sure. that I love them. But why don't I feel this super yeah. strong bond with them? Yeah, and I, I did that too. Postpartum depression and all of that too. Do you think um, men can have postpartum depression? Huh? Absolutely do. They, yeah. it's, it's totally okay, studied. Yeah. No, so, I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask. How did you go about finding your therapist? I'm let her ask. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was actually, how did you go about finding your therapist? It, it was and, my wife that found. Okay, her. so 
you are a guy. Yeah. Most people who seek therapy are not men. Yeah. How do you find that you jive with your therapist and are you particular about who you talk to? I am not particular, uh, as you guys can tell, and anybody listening. I'm a pretty, I'm an open book. Um, I, I've, I was just. You can be an open book and have the wrong therapist. Yeah, that's that's very true. I'm just, I'm saying, like for me, it's not, it's not necessarily difficult to get uh, deep and talk about uh, vulnerable things for me, which I understand is not a normal guy trait. But I've never been that hyper masculine male in the first place. So that wasn't mm. necess- that that wasn't ever a barrier for me. Crying is something I don't do, which is more a, a really, you know, hyper masculine thing. But mm-hmm. um, I, the therapy side, I w- I'm I'm somebody that I'm like, hey, if I know something, if I hear something works, I love to try it, whether that's like, um, I, I don't know if it's like a good product. I'm always willing to give it a try because I'm like, oh, I'd love to try that. I, if people are saying it works, I'd love to, to give it a try. So people talk about therapy and all that. And I was like, well, why wouldn't I try it? If it could help me, why don't I try it? But I've always had a really open mind to pretty much everything in life. Yeah. So it hel- I think that helped me a lot. But yeah, my wife actually found her. Um, and we went together, which was really cool, uh, because the cool thing is, is we were in those therapy sessions and the therapist like discovered with my wife that she also had a lot of, um, PTSD from, from the whole thing that she didn't even think she had. She was like, Oh, I don't have it. I'm just here to support you, Jordan. And I was, I, I remember going into it. I was like, I'm pretty sure you have something, but we'll find (laughs) out. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, I'm pretty sure this, it's not just me here. Yes. Yes, So yeah. And and it, it really was so good. She was such an amazing therapist. She was just so good at being very um, objective and uh, giving us things, actionable items Mm. uh, that, that really did so much. And in the process of getting over this trauma of our, what happened with our, our babies it also strengthened our marriage and we had a good marriage but it just we found little things that we didn't realize about ourselves things that we did and she just went into them and I was like man this this shit's good like (laughs) (laughs) I need more of that um but we haven't been for a little while um and not because I'm against a therapist COVID happened and we Mm -hmm. stopped seeing her and we haven't been back but um, the Rona yeah she'll she'll be the first one I go to do you want to give her a shout out um I I feel really bad saying that I don't remember her name. Okay, then that's fine. (laughs) Otherwise, I would love to shout her out. Um, (laughs) I actually, I was actually like, "Ah!" when you asked, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, Eh. it's, I I I wouldn't. I Natalie Walsh and Sandy. She's a great therapist. She's amazing. I just want to give people resources if they're like in your area. If they yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because good therapists need to be out there. Like as you guys have, have demonstrated, there are some yeah, shitty but therapists. Also, but also, but also, everyone who's right for me and Kendra are not going to be right for everyone else. Absolutely. Like don't don't think that just because we give you a name that that's the the hill the hiller. It's, uh, no. Mm-mm. I don't know. I I got referred to this girl because well, I was I like I'm saying. But I, well, I'm just like if though, you, you know vibe with us, then it it might work, but. I mean, I, I think all resources are great. Let's let's give everyone all the information. But I'm also saying, like, just because you're not vibing with someone that we do doesn't mean that that they're not. You should good. stop. Yeah, that it's like, not yeah, and like and yeah. like and maybe find someone else if you're not digging them. That's fine. It's it's okay not to dig the same therapists that we do. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have questions. I have questions. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You have three daughters. Mm-hmm. You can't deny the allegations that bishops have been inappropriate how do you feel about that what, what do you think about bishop interviews and your daughters and even the culture of having 
women kind of being less than. I mean, you're in a house full of women who are obviously strong. Your mom's yeah. strong. Like, this is a culture, religion that is... It kind of makes women, you know, second class. How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? Yeah, it's so these. So earlier, when I was alluding to, there are some things doctrinally that I have decided are not actually culture. Uh, there are things I don't 100% agree with. That is one of them. Um, I, I, I mean, it's really difficult because we're taught of uh, some things in the church, like we know that there's like a heavenly mother sort of thing, you know, but we don't know anything about her. And then within the church, yeah, you have the prophet, but then you have women that hold leadership, but it's a different type of leadership because they don't have priesthood. You know, you have all these different things. Um, I, the part that I don't uh, agree with, I guess, um, on the authority side of things is that I, I have always thought that, that women, need to have more voice in everything and by this point hopefully you guys know that like i am i am by all um by all intents and purposes i i'm a feminist in that sense right like i don't Mm -hmm. go to rallies or anything but i'm a feminist in this in the sense that i want women to have equal rights to be stood up for no like i've I've always felt like you were that guy that was like women are our equals like i never felt like a non and maybe that's why i thought you were gay growing up because yeah in our culture uh, yeah, men, it's toxic. The leader of the tribe. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah. You got to be like, you got to be, yeah. To, especially in a small town, but like to me, I, I never cared. I was just like, yeah, I, but like someone like me, you understand that I yeah, got yeah. Some black, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was no, like, I totally get the. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of masculine, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I just think I it's, can lift a couch. It's just, it is interesting <laughs> because nowadays you can be. It's it's cool because people can be way more who they are. Like I remember going mm. through phases where I was like, okay, maybe I need to be like this and be like this. But I just remember when I was f- when I was just me is when I had the most friends, when I had the most fun in my life, and and I found that there were only like one or two people that were really just assholes to me, and the rest were great. And we're I had down so to much clown, fun. right? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, I feel like I was popular because I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and that made me care. like so attractable, I guess, because people were like, oh, she don't care. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, I'm not here to judge. I'm doing my thing. Mm. I don't need anyone else's influence sort of thing. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, that's a like, huge part of it. Right. Because it's just like, I'm just going to like kind of seek and destroy if I can quote Metallica. <laughs> 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 I'm going to run around and seek what I like. Yeah. And destroy all that around me and then i'm just gonna be this perfect being of what i like <laughs> yeah well i think i think it's a good way to go about it i mean yeah people are attracted to confidence i do know that and That's if something you're that i admire about you jordan is because when you came home from your mission you were like one of the first people that i knew that was like completely himself and mormon like <laughs> i had never had an example in my life of somebody that was just like saying outlandish things that i thought i only thought in my head but like (laughs) it felt like you were so authentically you and you were mormon and that is like that was so important to me so thank you because uh that was really cool of you to be the person that you are influential you were influential mr tell us about that like how authentic you are because you have so much confidence i do i do i i don't know if i have so much confidence i i here's what i know i or or what i believe I just believe that, um, or my mantra in life is that, and, and even in accordance 
with my beliefs within the church, but these are these can ring true whether you're a part of a religion or not. Um, everybody is so unique. Everybody has these golden gems within them, of which is their personality. Um, and we're so good at finding everything that we don't like about people that we forget we all have the most basic needs that mm-hmm. we all have to we all we all have to eat we all have to sleep we all want to feel loved and embraced and we want to um, and we all feel sad we all take shits like we all do these things like and we f- for some reason we like to find what makes us different and and that's not to say that we shouldn't be different obviously we're all very unique but humans ha- like to c- categorize we do we like to put everybody in little boxes yep. and and then we like to start to assign value to those boxes and and it's really unfortunate because at the end of the day if you see that person that's just sitting across you know the room from you like Mm -hmm. they have the same needs as you they may portray them differently they may Mm -hmm. execute them a little differently but at the end of the day we are so we're so similar and i just feel like if you can go through life and and relate to people on those things that are basic first you can break down the barrier of hey we're different and then at that point it's this really cool thing that happens where you're like hey we're different let's learn from each other versus let's separate ourselves from each other so how are you applying that to like the church then so so the way that i apply that to the church is that in my mind that's that is 100 percent what the teachings are that if if we're if if it is truly the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and and for me the focus is jesus christ jesus christ did that he went to people that didn't that that were that were outcasts. That I mean, he. One of my favorite examples is the is the woman that um, committed adultery, you know, and everybody wanted to cast stones, and everybody knows that Bible story. But I feel like that is one hundred percent what we should be living by. It's not like, hey, yeah, go after them, execute that person because they're not perfect. It should be, hey you also have done lots of shit. So why are you going to go freaking out on that person and act like you're perfect? How about we go up to that person and say, hey, I'm sorry that this happened. Like, how can I help you? How can I be a support to you so that you can feel you are where you want to be in life? Whatever that is. And that's where the differences come in, right? In my mind, that's where me saying like, even for you guys, like you guys aren't active members of the church and I really don't give a shit. Like I care that you guys are happy and that you're being good humans and that you can love other people and show people that they can be loved. And those things are super important to me. Um, And those all in my mind relate back to what the core of the religion is about. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of, but I'm also wondering like, uh core maybe but where are we now you know what i mean yeah i mean and where we are versus the core is obviously not the exact same thing um i it's in my mind it's run it's it's run by men um let me yeah i look old men uh, old men yeah yeah. (laughs) let me ask you like the best question i can ask you okay go ahead you got three daughters yeah what happens when any of them are something but straight what do you do? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so you're a bad Mormon? <laughs> I'm a bad Mormon, yes. No, not at all. Um, I wouldn't care because whatever they are, I'm there to support them. 
Like I said before, as long as they are, where I'm not going to be okay with them or any person I interact with is somebody who is shitty to other humans, who doesn't care about other humans. And if that's what my daughters are, then yeah, they're going to know it. I'm going to say, hey, if you can't start being good to other people, then you and I have a big issue. Um, I, if, like if, you did to those 12 year olds. In your like class. I did to those 12 year olds. <laughs> yes. Like I just don't know where you stand religiously, honestly. Like, because we're the same way, because, like, I feel the same way, because I'm, like, I was raised Mormon, and that Mm. makes me kind of a good person, right? Like, I'm a very good person, I feel. Like, I'm very kind, I'm loving, Mm -hmm. I'm compassionate. Sometimes I'm brutal. (laughs) Sometimes I'm metal. You're a Taurus, you (laughs) love hard. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I'm I'm a good person. Like, people like me, and I love people, whatever. But, like, it's, like, okay... If that's what the religion is, cool. But that isn't what the religion is, man. <laughs> like, if your daughter's gay, she can't be in it. Well, that's not entirely true, though. So you can be in it. You can't be. You can't. If you're practicing, you can't be like in callings and things like that. And that is where I personally, another one of those things that I talked to you about, disagree on. Um, so for me, I feel like if somebody's born that way, and and the church has no guidance on it, then that's their issue. That's that's not the person's issue because they want to be part of this. They believe in it, but yet they're just told, "Don't do it." How so do, do uh, how they is have to hide or what? What's the story like? No, no, no. So so this is what this is my advice, uh, and uh, and I'm glad you brought this up. So this is my advice. I have I have a, a cousin who is gay. I have an aunt who is gay, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that I know everything because of that. I'm saying that I've right. seen what not to do because of of mm-hmm. everything that happened with mm-hmm. them that makes me sad. And I've seen some good examples of what to do with them um, based on the way my family reacted to everything. But the way that I, s- I, I guess I believe in all of this is life, I, I have it a little bit of an analogy for it. Life is kind of like a big freeway. Um, and we all kind of are choosing of these. course, you'd have a car analogy. Yeah, yeah, always, right? Because, uh, yeah, me and cars. I love cars. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I just see it as, like, there are all these lanes, and we all switch lanes a lot of the times, um, and even when you get older and later in life. But it's it's nice when you can pick a lane because then you can really start to feel comfortable in your skin. Um, and it happens when you get older a lot of times, but some people will figure that out when they get a little bit, when they're younger. The way I see that is that if you've picked the lane where you're like, hey, you know what? I, I well, first of all, I'm I'm on the freeway of of religion, God. I believe in that. One of the lanes, let's say, is the LDS Church. The mm-hmm. uh, and and you're like, this is what's right for me. This is, is what the I believe freeway. in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Yep, Christianity is the freeway. Let's say that. Um, if you believe in it, and if you if you full heartedly believe in it. Um, my my personal opinion. This is the doctrine according to Jordan, not what is taught you know by the full, church. You don't full hardly believe in it, right? I I what? You don't fully believe in the church. I fully believe that it is the that it is Christ's church. That's what I believe. Mm. I believe that I believe that there are lots of religions, and I believe that there are lots of ways to get back to God. And it has the most truth. But I, bu- yes, I personally believe it has the okay. most truth. That's how, okay. that's how okay. I believe. Okay. But I don't believe but it's don't executed it's perfectly. I don't think it's I think, okay, I, it's I don't think it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's not executed perfectly. Okay. That's what okay. I think. Um, so what I'm saying is that I think that if, if Christ himself were on 
the earth today, I don't think be like, it uh. would be. I don't think if he was the you one that was actually. You think he'd be tipping a few tables in the church, in the temple? <laughs> yeah, You're I think like, he'd bro. be flipping a few tables. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it, Kendra. I think he would flip a few tables because he'd be I like, so what too. are you doing? Like, this is not what I said. Um, and that's why we talk, like, kind of differentiate the core, some you of the core Jesus things. will make out with me or what? what do you Bobby, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe after the concert. Okay, <laughs> after the concert. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so, you. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I just believe I just believe that if you've chosen that lane on the highway of Christianity and LDS is that you do what feels best to you. So if you are something that the church doesn't quote unquote accept, let's say you are gay or you are transgender. I don't know any of those things. Um, I believe that if you believe in it, you do what you want with it. And if that means that you never attend church and you're just like, you know, what, I believe in this, but. I, there's a flaw in the way it's being executed. I have no direction. No you, one. The you, wait, 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 Jordan. Do you think this is how I'm living my life right now? Do you think that's how I'm doing it? So this you're saying you're you're exactly actually wait a minute, wait a minute, Bobby. I know, you're right? Actually, I know. an I've been active very member. Get, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I've been worried. I've been worried of getting converted, reconverted. I think I think you me. might be reconverted. <laughs> uh, no, I just this this is how I see it, you guys. I I see that we're all going according to my beliefs of God. I believe we're all judged so individually. Not a single person is judged the same. And yeah. everything is taken into account. And so if you are somebody that has uh, that, that has something in life that separates you from the quote-unquote mold of the LDS church, but you believe in it, or if you just believe in God and you're doing your very best, I believe God takes all of that into account when he's just like, hey. Well, no, I think God, I don't believe in God, but I think that like, he's if god was real he'd be like bob you're so cool because the way i see it is we're all doing red rover all of yeah. us we're all holding hands doing red rover red rover send some something yeah whatever energy over and some of us have better strengths than others but mm -hmm. i think we ought to work together to like yeah. make it happen because like i think right now i'm an atheist okay whatever okay okay <laughs> that's all right uh I don't know if that's a good, I, I think, uh, whatever, we're not going to get into it. But <laughs> the point, <laughs> the point is, is, um, I'm still like so loving about yeah. like, it don't matter. Shit don't matter. Mm. It don't matter. So Let's fucking if, like, be happy. If yeah. like your daughter wanted to change lanes mm -hmm. or maybe go in the HOV lane or maybe change freeways in order to get to the same destination. Mm-hmm. Would you still be like supportive of her picking her own lane or changing freeways or taking side streets? Absolutely. Um, well, in in fact, correct. Uh, yeah, I, this is how I feel. I feel like I, I am here to teach her the basics of driving according to my best yes. understanding. Um, and just like how you and I, like I may follow a little closer to other people, but guess what? We both still know how to drive, right? Mm -hmm. um, I may yeah. go a little faster than you may go. Um, I or sometimes may, you get pulled over. <laughs> or sometimes I get pulled over, yes. Um, but the, the reality is, is that I, I have my way of driving um, that can still get me to a destination, and that's how I'll teach my children. I'll teach them those, um, those, those basics. And wherever it takes them, I just want to be there with them. And if for some reason um, it doesn't seem like a good path according to to my my experience in life, my beliefs, whatever values, whatever those may be, I'm just going to be the person that cares enough to make sure they understand what they're doing in a yeah. non-demeaning way. So in other words, if they're like, hey, you know what, Dad, like I don't believe in God, I'll be like, okay, 
tell me why you don't believe in God. Like, I'd love to talk about that with you. Um, and just let the, and I'm not going to be there to be like, well, you're wrong. No, no, right. no, no, no. Right. Because um, that's our experience with members. Right. Like, well, tell me what you believe so that I can prove you wrong. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not there to prove anybody wrong. I'm yeah. just going to be like, hey, you know what? I, it sounds like you've really thought this through, Christiana, if I'm talking to her. Oh, my gosh. This probably, is, and now this is getting the, too real for the me. Right kid. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that's the thing. That It's 100% <laughs> that. But it, it's, it, it's going to get to that point where, you know, I'm just like, you know what, Christiana, it sounds like you've thought this through. I'm here to support you. I love you. I care about you. Um, and that's what matters to me, you know. And, and if people go through seasons in their life, right? So let's say later on, she's like, you know what? I thought I was an atheist, but now I believe in this. I'd be like awesome. Talk to me about that. Tell me why you believe that. What made you change your mind? It's just going to be a trend of me being there to be supportive. The only thing I'm not going to support is her being, or my children being, assholes and bad yes, people. Yes, right. That's the number one rule in our house. Don't be an asshole. Like, yeah. Just tell Halo that all the time. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't be an asshole. So... Yeah. So in the religion, yeah. If it like, let's say one of my daughters says, you know what, dad, I'm gay. I'll be like, okay, talk to me about it. Like, like what, what do you, what, what makes you think you're gay? You know, like I'm just, I'm going to ask questions because you have to understand things, right? I want to be there to understand. And if she's just like, oh, well, because I, I like girls and I'll be like, okay, all right, this all makes sense to me. That's, you know, it is what it is. And I'm happy for you if that's, if that's where you want to go. But then obviously there's going to be the, the, the barrier of religion and the way the, mm. the path I will take with that is no different than anything else. I'll be like, mm-hmm. Hey, you still go to church. And let's say she gets older and she's like, Hey, now I want to be in a relationship. I'll be like, okay, I'm here to support you. I'm so glad you found somebody that you love. And it will be the same as if she was being with a boy, I would be protective. Like, I would, you know, yeah. like a father would do, it wouldn't be any different, but I would say, I would have that conversation with her and I would say, Hey, Christiana, I want to tell you, or Hey, Anina, I want to tell you, or Hey, Ava, I want to tell you. The religion we're a part of that you feel good about, let's say they feel good about it at that point, um, doesn't have, does not have guidance for you necessarily on this. So I want you to have, do what you've done your whole life, what I've taught you to do, mm-hmm. and talk with God. Tell him that, uh, tell him what matters to you, and whatever he's telling you, I want you to follow and follow your heart. And if that means that you don't go to church with us anymore because you don't feel welcome then it's going to make me feel sad because it matters to me and you matter to me, but I'm going to be here to support you in whatever that is. You know what, what I mean? God, what if God, um, what if she feels God gives her shame? What then? If, sh- if she feels that God gives her shame, well, first of all, I'm going to say God made you exactly how you are and he didn't make a mistake in right, making you right, how you are. Right. So um, a psychological situation. Yeah, so, so right. this is, so I would probably ask really quickly where's that shame coming from um and whether it's a person whether it's the church i what will be the culture the, it, and it absolutely could be the culture i mean my kids are going to be raised like i i know this sounds kind of funny you guys but you you've heard the mormon prayers like over dinner and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. um and and you've heard people <laughs> blessing those refreshments oh um and and Bless i'm not joking refreshments, yeah. baby. <laughs> you guys no joke in my house we do not we we do not um, say like bless this food to nourish and strengthen our bodies. Like I'm just like no. I the only yeah, thing it says in the you. scriptures is to give thanks. And so when we say our prayers as a family for dinner uh, or a meal or whatever, and sometimes we forget whatever we're we're just there to say thank you and to continue to be with us and and help us be happy family and all of these different things. 
so rad. Um, and it's the same thing when we say our nights, uh, when we say our nightly prayers. So I speak for those who don't know, I speak Spanish to my girls. So we say our prayers in Spanish, or they say their prayers in Spanish, and that's and that's how I've taught them. I don't. It's it, I don't want them to have a repetitive prayer. I teach them to have mm. a conversation with their Creator. And so in a way, you're teaching them like. Uh, self-reflection emotional gratitude like tuning in to like mm-hmm. what's happening yeah. so that's like such so much of a meditation that's so much of a what is it called mindfulness mindfulness absolutely so which is in, one of my favorite yeah. things yeah so in a way you're teaching them to be self-sufficient because they're going to follow it's, their heart and they're yes. going to know their heart more yes I- exactly and that's what's going to give me the confidence as their parent to say you know what i trust your decision it doesn't mean you'll make a great decision always but i trust that you are emotionally aware emotionally intelligent to your to to the best of your ability at this age to make this decision which is something that we didn't all grow up with no. right um and and so i i think that we would have all turned out very differently if we had that autonomy if we had somebody they're supporting us and asking good questions um rather than just saying no or you know spanking us for it or whatever it's it it, i think things would have turned out a little bit differently yeah so thank you um yeah so anyway did we lose you no i'm here oh Oh, i i was just going to say yeah, I'm okay. For sure, I'm listening. I'm, I'm enjoying. She's I'm enjoying she's in she's view. in thought, <laughs> uh, in deep thought. Um, so yeah, it, here's here's the the reality in all this. I am not perfect. I'm not perf- I'm not perfect in my religion. I'm not per- perfect in my understanding of religion. I'm not perfect in my understanding of life. Um, I'm just here to do my best, and and I want to be the best I can for those around me. Um, and I'm gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna, for lack of a better phrase, I'm gonna fuck it up. Like. It's there's just no getting around it, but I'm going to learn from it because that's why I think we're here is to learn and develop relationships. And I mean, according to the teachings, that's all we that's all we can take. We can take our experiences and we get and being with each other. And that's all that we take from this life. You know, Jordan, I love you. You know that, right? Um, Uh (laughs) (laughs) Here comes the boom. Um, Go ahead. I'm ready. What I'm saying is, how can you be of such open mind and also just like, mm, do it? <laughs> Honestly, seriously, dude. Like, you have four women in your life. Your mom is your mom. Mm-hmm. And this really didn't kind of cuss us all down. Like, I dig that you're just like making it your own because I think that's the best way to be in this religion, obviously. I think, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I'm also like, how. <sighs> it's not computing. Yeah, it's it's kind of not. I'm rubbing my forehead, legit rubbing my forehead right now. Like I'm like, "Ah, you're so smart, you're so brave. I love you, but like Jesus Christ. (laughs) Bobby, this is doing it because that's where his heart's following him. Yeah, and and it does go back to my again until aliens come to me and say, "Oh, sorry, bro, (laughs) that was me. That was us. Uh, It just took a while." Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Until that happens, um, yeah, it's it's just it's hard because it's like I can't. There are a lot of things in my life I feel I can explain away, and that's just one I haven't been able to explain away, and that I've been able to feel portions of again. That so far, I'm not saying this won't change, but so far they've only been synonymous with things that are that that happen within the religion when I'm when I'm speaking to God or when I'm in the temple and not just every place in the temple but specific places so those are the things that keep me saying like 
if I walk away from this, yeah, I could. And I feel like I would still be a great person. I would still probably have well, the yeah. same exact points Obviously. of view. Yeah, because yeah. um, here I am. Yeah, here yeah. I go. See, you're <laughs> <laughs> Perfect example, Bobby. Um, so I, I, I could absolutely walk away from that. And that's one of the biggest things people ask me all the time is like, Jordan, why? So I'm confused. Why are you a member then? Yeah. And and that's really what it comes down to. Is you that think your penis is involved in that at all? Or what do you think? My is my penis involved in me yeah, being a member? Yeah, because you have like a you have a higher power than the vagines, the genes. <laughs> okay, Bobby. Um, I I <laughs> do not. Wrong? Am I wrong? I do not care it, when it comes to like positions, oh, titles, powers, any of those things. Those don't. I don't even think about those on a on a daily basis. Um, if you're t- referring to like priesthood or if you're referring to like I could be a bishop or something like that versus yes. my wife. The leadership. Yes. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm referring to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. So I think Brooke said something really cool that I think applies here. Yeah, she said it. like um, make where you stand better or make where you are better. Mm-hmm. And I think like I just don't I didn't have the fight in me after the November policy to just Mm -hmm. wait around for the church to change. And I didn't have the strength to be the trailblazer for that kind of thing. And so what I really do want, I want for the Mormon, the Mormon culture to change, to be more accepting, to be more Mm -hmm. empathetic to both sides of why people leave because people leave for an array of reasons and they're all valid. Mm -hmm. I want, I want the ex-Mormons and the Mormons to just fucking like love each other and mm-hmm. that I just want the culture to change and I think that you are following your fast lane or you're following your freeway you're following your heart you're an emotionally intelligent person obviously like we've connected because of that because yeah. you are so fucking cool um okay. so I want people like you to stay in the church and to raise your kids right and to be yelly about it <laughs> i also want people to not feel like they have to stay yeah the, and fight the fight you know what i mean yeah whatever whatever is best for you and 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 thank you for saying that i i do believe you guys i do believe this it, it adds a lot of value to my life like are there things that piss me off of course but there are things that my favorite my like anything that's my favorite in my in my life like certain car brands i know i back to the cars i'm sorry <laughs> but there are decisions my car my favorite car brands make and i'm like what what the, like why did you do that like that is the dumbest decision okay, you could so possibly we've all seen the new ford front oh my god the ford bronco is such a disappointment no 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 not the bronco but the ford f-150 front the Bronco I want. I want to have a white one. Yeah, I'm not a fan it. of the new F-150. Like I, I they went in a wrong direction. Also, and the that, GMCs were wrong too. They were. Yeah, wrong. I. You guys, so I'm, I'm a Ram guy. Honey. When it comes when it comes to when it comes to pickups, I'm a Ram guy. I okay. I drive a Ford truck, but not a. I drive a, a Ranger, not a not an F-150. Okay, so but. my mom's family is Ford. My dad's family is Dodge. So like <laughs> I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, 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 Ram. Yeah, the Ram like looks hurts. so Everything good, hurts. you guys. Everything hurts right now. <laughs> so so what I'm saying though is like. Like they make decisions that are so stupid, but I don't leave the brand, right? Um, and I'm not saying that it's the exact same thing. I'm just saying that we get passionate about things in life. I mean, f- think of your your favorite musicians or or bands, and they do something. Or Game like, of Thrones. Yeah, or or series. Yeah, and you're like, oh. Um, 
so I don't always agree with everything in life, but I just try to stay in the general direction of what I feel is best. And so uh, I guess the way I look at it is with little things in the church, like, yeah, I, I guarantee you guys, I'm going to run into an issue at some point with a bishop. Um, in fact, I already have on my mission. I, uh, there was <laughs> a bishop on my mission that literally worked against us to do everything he could so that we wouldn't baptize people. Um, he would follow us. He would stalk us in his car because he thought we were being bad missionaries. Like what? He, he was like the it's one a whole time, level of yeah, oh it, crazy. It, <laughs> you guys, it pissed me off. I was like, what? Because you know you're on a mission, and I was like, wait a minute, these guys, these guys are supposed to be called of God. And, th- and in that moment, that's when I was like, oh, these dudes are just dudes. Like they're just yeah. dudes. Um, and they and they have their asshole personality before they're called and after, um, <laughs> or they have a really great one. I've seen some really really good bishops in my I've life. Seen a lot of um, clean assholes. <laughs> Same. Because I'm an esthetician. <laughs> oh, man. Kendra, sorry, just I have to interject here. Remember, uh, speaking of unconventional, I I will willingly admit that I take care of my face and my skin. Um, <gasps> and it you. is 100% due to Kendra. Um, <gasps> like I, sunscreen every day. I changed day. one person's life, one you man's changed, life. You changed my life. See, we, we, wow. we did things for each other, right? Um, that's why we're friends. But, yeah, so so shout out to you, Kendra, for my... my uh, esthetician that changed my life it'll be nice when you're the only guy that looks our age and all of our husbands look like our parents <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah no it's it's a really good thing that was a really random side tangent but um yeah so so that's on my mission that's when i realized that and he made me so angry but i was like you know what this guy he doesn't know what he's doing he's just here to piss us off and it really made me angry but there it, that's just kind of how it works right there are people that are good whether they're in the church bad whether they're in the church calling no calling um it just kind of works out that way a little bit but i'm yeah i i'm just i'm just here to really try and do the best with what i'm given even with all of its flaws because the church i dig that i dig that honestly where it's just like uh you take some you leave some it's like uh, yeah 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 oh oh if it's a little china yeah, if that had to be perfect, like, I think I would be screwed. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to find a perfect religion by any means. It might seem perfect for a while. So and then you, don't think, you don't think God's perfect then? I think God is perfect, yes. I think but his that translations to human beings are not. Yeah, I, I, just think, okay. I just think that men, no matter if, I mean, there are countless examples of this throughout pompous, scriptures, throughout the, yeah. throughout the restored church of men interjecting their ideas and and kind of posing them as revelation mm-hmm. um and i'm not saying i'm not going into a specific one i'm not being like oh this one you guys i i promise this i'm not doing that i'm just saying that they're men so do i believe in a perfect god yes but i also think that it, and unless god's down here right now standing in front of us just being like I'm saying this is exactly what it is. Then I'd be like, oh, got it. Thanks. Otherwise, there are men that I question. I'm like, yeah, but like, what's mm. stopping him, though? You know what I mean? That's my question. Like, what I, the hell? Oh, I wish I knew that answer, Bobby. Like, that, that's just yeah, one of those right, things. Right, like, right. I mean, and I know it's hard because, like, religion is one of those things that it's it's not it's not based on facts and i'm a really big facts guy but i it's not based on facts so right? aliens aliens k aliens Dear diary Jordan <laughs> needs aliens. Come on, if, aliens. i mean if yeah if you want to send them and they're like yeah that was me that day sorry and it's been me ever since <laughs> then i'll be like okay guys aliens as it is we've been um, talking with you baby <laughs> <laughs> i love aliens um one day one day what if they were hilarious like you and i you but know. they told maybe we're aliens. 
Honestly, I think there's a like, theory. <laughs> yeah, we got theories out there. I think like there's star child blood. Like some of us have more star in us than others. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, yeah. you never know, right? What um, else, gang? Yeah. What other like? Oh, I what other unconventional things that do you do that aren't conventionally Mormon? Oh my gosh! Well, you guys Besides have already cussing, heard. Coffee, I was just gonna say you've already rated heard. our movies. <laughs> yeah, rated our movies. Bah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. What what's unconventional? I think I I think I'm just. I, I think oh my I'm god! Feminism, I remembered something. Feminism. Oh, go feminism. ahead. Um, I remember when we were in the singles ward uh-huh. together, and <laughs> the sacrament prayer guy would like take. Twelve full yes! seconds before he he would like sit there and meditate before he would say the prayer, and then he would go. <laughs> and it used to drive me insane. <laughs> so, um, one of the funniest things was like being so annoyed and like looking up and then seeing Jordan do the exact same like m- looking up like fucking hell, just start the prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and me and rolling like, my eyes. Yes. But then he did it one time at Linger Longer, too, where we would, like, have, like, free food Sunday. Yeah. And, like, he was just like, will you bless the food? And you and I just, like, looked at each other like, fucking, oh, my God. And then he did the same thing. He was just like. <laughs> I just, I couldn't handle it. Okay, by the way, guys, by the way, in case you haven't caught on, Jordan is the Jordan in the supernatural episode where he was a dickhead. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, sorry, the skinwalker thing. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Jordan I, I was, was like, oh. skinwalkers. Yeah, you guys skinwalker. Uh, I so But many you can detest that was a real thing, right? Like you Absolutely. Were there. Absolutely. I you guys I've had so many experiences with them because I mean as Bobby talks about like we grew up around so many different um tribes Cultures, in yeah. Richfield because of the dorms and and they're some of the coolest we had the people Utes, ever. Paiutes, Navajos yep. and I think what else? What was the other one? Third. Are there any are there um I don't know I don't if know. there are any Anyways, s- point is we had a lot of them. Yeah, our yeah, neighborhood was f- filled with navajo and utes yes and they which i loved we uh, didn't you love that yeah one of my best friends growing up was marva she was my neighbor um yeah marva so yeah so she was she was one of my best friends growing up she was navajo her dad's navajo um and yeah so i i knew all about the skinwalkers and it is real shit like it is the (laughs) most scared i've ever been in my life right it's the only thing i kind of believe in you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I don't kind of really believe in anything. I don't know if you noticed. I'm just I am like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like uh, Navajo lore. Yep, sign me up because I'm scared as fuck to live in the desert. I live in the goddamn desert. We're totally gonna do a whole nother supernatural episode. So, I mean, Jordan, tell us your scariest story. You want to hear? Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. So one time, here's the thing. I Hepler's Pond, for whatever reason, is like where all of the Skinwalker yeah. stories happen. So I'm yeah. going to tell one that you that you have not told Kendra because this one happened uh, when I was in. Let's see, I would have. I think I j- had just graduated high school, um, okay. and the Hydes lived out there. I was dating uh, Danielle Hyde, and <gasps> you dated Danielle, yeah, and her sister. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> one was before remission. One was after. And yeah. yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Both both, both phenomenal girls, by the <laughs> way. Love them both. They, yes. they really Slut. are so phenomenal. Um, <laughs> he was just going down the line dating all of Hepler's Pond Road. Shut up. <laughs> all, t- all two that were on the on the whole. Oh, wait. No, you weren't there, Kendra. You know who was on, you know on Hepler's Pond Road? You want to know? Wait, he no, does? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he lives on the, the, very the road. Yeah, the yeah. road to get no. there. Oh, okay. He I was like, what? There. I didn't he even was, know that. He Your was our closest neighbor. He he was my first Spanish teacher. He was your uh, like yeah. He was the beginning of me speaking Spanish, and yeah, he he like got me excited about Spanish because he we were like I remember we were like an experimental class in middle school for Spanish, and we got really? to yeah we were the first he, like, one had to try you guys out. Yeah. Yep. I love that. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. It good was way you. cool. Good for yes. you, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> good old. Don't say it like that. Boy. You love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you really do love him. He really was cool though. I always liked him. I always thought he for some reason he looked like Tom Cruise when I was younger. I was like, this, right. this dude is like Tom. Fucking Cruise. interesting. <laughs> wow. I don't see How it, do but okay. <laughs> you know what? I was in like seventh grade. I don't. No, know. I mean, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like. <laughs> I can see the hair. Like hair eyes. and like maybe mouth a little bit. He yeah. has squinty eyes, but like not the head. What about the butt, Bobby? No, because I feel like Tom Cruise has a butt. <laughs> Andrew Gublar does, does not. I still oh love him. Gosh. I'm in love with him. Thirty <laughs> years later, <laughs> he's gonna hear this and he's gonna go get hit hit the the gym so damn hard. Oh. He's gonna be doing <laughs> squats, 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 squats. <laughs> Sit on my face, baby. I'm ready. He's oh gonna my be like, god, Bobby. He's gonna send you some pictures. Um, no, he's not. He's like he's laughing his ass off and being like those goddamn Alvy girls. I can't stand them. <laughs> Thank I you. We love awesome. you still. We yeah. love. Yeah. Still. I haven't heard anything from his dad, so I think we're in the clear so far. Oh, He's going to tell his dad that he has some <laughs> kids after him. <laughs> he ain't. He ain't. He, ain't. he will if it's connected to me. <laughs> I'm sure he would if it's connected to me. <laughs> so anyway, so we're so this was before my mission. Kay. And uh, we were all out there, Danielle and a whole bunch of our friends. Um, and we were calling them. Mm-hmm. And Sounds we familiar. looked. Yeah, yeah, we looked out into into the f- uh, it was like a whole bunch of like bushes next to the road and like trees and it was really thick and you couldn't see through it but i shone uh, i shone shined shone my flashlight i speak english i swear <laughs> i i had to, i had to host an entire meeting in spanish today at work so my brain has been like decompressing ever since so i so i was shining my flashlight in there and i and it came across these two eyes that were just like a cat like or or well it was much bigger it was maybe more like imagine like a dog like how they reflect right okay the strange thing is is that i could the the flashlight was dim enough that it wouldn't show what it was it just was showing the eyes and i was like what is that and everybody like gets down and everyone's like oh yeah i can totally see that and we all get this creepy ass feeling and we're like what and, and all of a sudden it, whatever it is, slowly stands up because I follow it with my flashlights and its eyes are staying the same exact spots. <gasps> Fall, stands up to a human height and runs off, whatever it no is. No way! Like, I can't tell you. We <laughs> bolted back to Daniel's house so damn fast. It's just you fucking deserve. Every, everybody was so scared after that. That was like one of the scariest things in my life because I was like, and just the fact that it, it stood up and we followed it with the flashlights and its eyes were still, oh, and here's the other thing. At, ver- at the very first, I was like, oh, it's something else reflecting because it's not shining, it's, it's not lighting up its face. 
and it blinked and that's the first time you knew it was something and then once no. once it blinked once and it no. stood up it blinked multiple times and then ran and oh no. my gosh, you guys anyway did you I almost shit your hands did you almost shit yeah oh totally yeah so that and that there was uh, like and you could see the house but it was so far away right yeah yeah yep the yeah, light it's was just, so it, but you could see the light but it was so far oh my god mm-hmm. it's like and that's just one of so many stories right. on Hepler's I know Hepler's right party. right right because people right. are already asking for like a second uh, Supernatural episode and I'm like well I mean easy because we have yeah. so many yeah. everybody's got so them Jordan right how yeah. did you Christ feel sake. comfortable at all to have a camp out in my front yard you don't give no fucks what do you mean feel comfortable? Why wouldn't I feel comfortable? Because of that situation. Oh, oh, me? oh, in that sense. I was like, I don't understand. Um, so uh, I don't remember, to be honest, Kendra. I don't remember feeling scared at that point. But it may have also been because that was, my mind didn't quite associate your house with like over, you, you know how it looks different yeah, over yeah, yeah. by yes. that area. Mine so I don't way think, open and Danielle's yeah. house is like, in lots of trees, creepy yeah. trees. And it's stuff. like yeah. this marsh, this bog, yep. the bog of eternal yep. stenches going on over there. Who are you? Who are you in the story? Because I'm Ludo. Who are you? Uh, Ludo is my favorite, you guys. Ludo! Down. Ludo, smell bad! I love Ludo <laughs> so much. So you're either Jareth or Hoggle, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> hoggle? Fine. Okay, fine. I'll take Hoggle. You're um, Hoggle! Yeah, I'll take Hoggle. I'll take Hoggle. Why I'm not? Where do you find my Jareth? Let's yeah. find my Jareth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love the labyrinth, you guys. I grew oh up on God. Oh, that my God. Oh, my God. It's the best. Uh, I, that's what I gave Lisa for her birthday was the, like, the book. Yeah, it's and so And, like, good. a pin. Yeah. Like, this birthday. Like, we're old enough to be <laughs> not getting these things. And I was like... Here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, David Bowie in that. Listen, I thought when I was little, I remember distinctly saying to my to one of my brothers, I think it was my little brother Colton. Like, I want to fucking be that. No, 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 this is what I said. I was like, here comes the queen. I <laughs> never understood that it was actually a male until one time I noticed a bulge. And then I was like, what is that? Like, I could not you're figure also like, out. Here comes the queen. <laughs> this queen has no boobies. David Bowie, no, David Bowie is whatever the fuck he wants to be. That's he really he's is. So great. Like, like, okay, here comes the queen. Cool. He yep. transcends all of it. Like, he, oh, yeah. He's God. David Bowie. He's, he's priceless, but that's one of his best roles in life. But I, I remember being, because I watched it from a really young age, but yeah, I remember same, being confused same, same, same. all the time. By the whole thing, <laughs> which, like, by the way, what's her name? What's her name that plays? Um, oh my gosh, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah, thank you. What is her uh, name that plays Sarah? Shit. Well, I'm look it she up. she is still hot to this day. Like, how is she still so hot this many years later? Uh, because good genes, like. But like, wasn't model. that movie is so old? Like, I the first time I saw her, like many years later, I was like, wait a minute. I thought she would be like eighty now. Maybe she is. I don't know. She's but anyway. not. Um, her name is Jennifer Conley. She was Jennifer uh, Conley. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally knew that. Yeah, I she it was Brooke Shields too. Oh, she does kind of look like Brooke Shields, but no, yeah, she's yeah, but same beautiful. generation, yeah. right? So yeah, she was the born eyebrows. in. Yeah. Um, hold on, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. The seven, 1970. You guys, do you remember Rigoletto? Oh. Rigoletto. Yes. The d- the director of Rigoletto taught history at Price at East Carbon High School. Interesting. I don't know what Rigoletto is. It's just a music video, and my wait. Friend did you know that before my sister gave it to you? 
no, my friend texted me from Indiana and was like, I'm mad that you didn't mention that Rigoletto's history teacher, blah, blah, blah. So I'm mentioning it now. <laughs> anyway, continue I'm going to have to look your, that up. Anyway, <laughs> continue on with your David Bowie. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, that's all I wanted to say because we got off on a tangent um, <laughs> a bit from the Skinwalker stuff. But no, that Skinwalker stuff, it, it really is so scary. And I like, yeah, it's I, but we were always that's kind of like that's kind of part of the culture of the small town. Like people like to yeah. go look for right. ghosts and we're play in the cemetery. And also, and like, I also we had that um, underneath the canal. We had a, mm-hmm. a tree house that was like yes. over it. Yes. And then there was also the canal tree house like by Menno's house. I don't know if you were mm-hmm. part of that. Yeah, I remember that. that. Yeah, so like we yeah. had like all these like good ass times, dude. Yeah, the like growing up, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I much loved fun. it. I had so yeah. much fun with you. I'm so glad you're here and part of this because like Downstairs. seriously, I think I'm I'm I like that you're making Mormonism your own and I'm also like, eh, we also <laughs> had some wild ass time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I I love that you guys I, and I really appreciate so much that you guys are bringing just different viewpoints and vantage points into this because um I think if if there's one thing I really hope, I hope that somebody listening to this um, or if anybody hears this that's like that doesn't understand where they stand in the church, I hope that I can at least be something different than what they may be yeah. used to in their life. Um, I'm not saying I have all the answers. I'm not saying I'm doing it perfectly. For all I know, my bishop one day is going to be like, oh, okay, Jordan, that's enough. You can't have a temple recommend anymore. Communicated. I don't know. I mean, I think that for me, it's really hard because I... Okay, so let me let well, me. Well, also that's anxiety too. Is just like imagining what hasn't happened yet. So I guess maybe. Yeah, and, but I'm also somebody that like I'm I'm a I'm a dedicated person to things that I believe in. Um, it, it takes a lot f- to kind of derail me. Mm-hmm. And and when I say that, it's it's I'm not saying I'm a I blindly follow everything in my life. Sure. I'm saying that when I feel right about something and good about something, I am I have always followed that my heart and my gut to the best of my ability. Um, and so if that day comes, like if some, if, if my bishop, because I have, I mean, I talk to my bishops all the time when I have my temple recommend interview and they're like, do you move wards when he says that? Or do you just like not be a Mormon anymore? What's the story? (laughs) I, I honestly don't know what I would do. I, I think that here's, here's how I imagine it playing out because not that long ago I had my temple recommend interview and they ask you all the questions. You guys know them. You went through them in in an episode. Um, and when they say, for example, like the word of wisdom, um, when they say are you living it to the best of your ability i go into detail because i'm like hey i want this person to give their best judgment of whether or not i'm living the teachings of the church or not and so far in my life i've never had a bishop or a counselor whoever's conducting the interview be like okay jordan like we're not going to give you this recommend Mm. um every time we actually end up having really good conversations um and 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 i absolutely love it and and actually the funny thing is is just this last time i actually i did go into a little bit more i was just like you know what like i i freaking love coffee like i my 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 grandpa gave it to me when I was younger, um, and I just uh, cold coffee specifically. It's been one of my mm-hmm. favorite things my whole life, and I've I've had it my whole life. Like, yeah, I've gone through waves of it, but this last time I was like, you know what? Like recently, like that coffee's just tasting so good, and I'm loving it. And he's and he's just like, well, do you like? Is it like? Uh, 
you know, an addiction, like something you always have to have. And I'm like, no, no, I just, I get it when I want it. Like, it sounds good. It tastes good. I love the taste of it. And he's like, okay, well, you know, I, as long as it's not like an addiction. And that's when we would get into this good conversation because, because we were talking about how the word of wisdom, I mean, by so many, you, you have people that are like, oh, I obey the word of wisdom as they're 600 pounds overweight. And, you know, and you're just like, wait a minute, I'm confused. The word of wisdom is taking care of this body that we've been given according to the teachings. Right. And in my mind, I talk to them about that. I'm like, Hey, I go, you know, I work out, I eat as healthy as I possibly can. Um, I, I meditate, I do all these things to, to keep my mind in a good spot so that I can make good decisions, you know? And yeah, I definitely slip up. Sometimes I eat shitty. Uh, sometimes I don't make it to the gym. Uh, sometimes I have a cup of coffee six days in a row. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, yeah. I just say, and so all of that in my mind is the holistic point of, uh, or view of the word of wisdom. Um, I mean, and even with, uh, even with friends, like when I go out and we go to clubs or we go to, uh, like on work trips and, and we're at, um, like a bar and all my friends are drinking and they're just like, Jordan, take a sip of this. I'm like, okay, cool. Take a sip. I don't like it. I used to drink all the time and I don't, I don't like it, Yeah. but I know my boundaries. Does that make sense? So in my mind, the word of wisdom is moderation. Moderation. Yeah. Understanding what you should. And I'm not telling anybody watching this like, Oh, you know, just go drink, do whatever you want. There's no vision. I I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Listening, listen, listening. I'm not telling people, please don't, please don't take that as like, oh, well, Jordan said, I'm saying that, I'm (laughs) saying that like, (laughs) you know, your, you know, your limits. And if you're having good conversations and all of that stuff, like, I think more people will be surprised with, with the good conversations they will have with those people, authority figures in the church. And yeah, if that day comes where they're just like, okay, Jordan, like, we appreciate it, but we're going to have to say no this time. Then I'm just going to have to be like, okay, I appreciate it. And I just got to go think, is it important to me that I have that recommend? What? And if so, I know what it takes and to get that. you're going to buy a plot of land and make a whole entire religion. <laughs> I, uh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> not, not starting any religions Are here. Are you sure? Because I feel like uh, you have that charisma, dude. I feel like you're like And he's a Leo. It's on the list. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Am I being pegged as a cult leader? No, funny story with that. Um, I've had many people, especially since I've moved to Salt Lake. Um, because, you know, when you move away from Richfield, like, people see you yeah, for who are you like, are Holy right fuck. there. We, okay, we yes. have Tommy, Tommy Simbazo tomorrow. Uh, we're recording we're gonna him. We're going to record him. He's, gonna okay, be, cool. he's not coming on for a couple of weeks, but, like, we're recording him tomorrow. And mm-hmm. he is uh, a guy that I did comedy with in Baltimore. And cool. He, he understood, like, he saw, like, how I was, like are you sick? Let me bring you something. Like, let me help you. Like, like my yeah. Mormonism came like way heavy on him and he saw it and he was like, holy shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> but crazy. Like, but like also like people like he was the, fir- my first experience of being like, people being like, holy shit. Like you're kind of aggressive with how much you want to <laughs> help me be healthy or what the fuck ever you yeah yeah I mean? yeah <laughs> like, you meet people small town mormonism came out so hard yeah 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 and like well, it and came out hard in salt lake too and like i had to yeah. deal with that too but like it was the hardest in baltimore well and it's just it's strange because people don't in a small town you grow up and people peg you for something mm-hmm. or and it's hard to change that yeah. and you guys know that so well well and i was a ruffian in, in Richfield and also yeah. Panguitch, I was like brutal. Yeah. But yeah. like outside of Utah, I'm like this 
beautiful totally angel, different baby you're a flower girl. And she's so beautiful and look at her her blonde her blue eyes her perfect skin she's breathing Marilyn Monroe I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> right 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 and I'm like yeah. I don't know how to kind of should I just harness this power and be evil? <laughs> <laughs> I think oh I know what God. you're talking about, though, because it's like they think you're one way and you've mm-hmm. you've not been there in 15 years. Yeah, that's twice a different person, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. And then you move away and you come to a different place and it doesn't have to just be Salt Lake, but you guys are both up here. So you kind of know you meet people and suddenly they just see you for who you for the person you, you became to be. Or yes. sorry, that's Spanish. But like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. like you. But you're also grateful for the the Mormonism in you who made yeah. you this like beautiful yeah. happy person who was like i want to take care of you you're sick i For care sure. about you you're one of my friends i see you like da, 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 da. yeah but it's also like yeah no i think uh you're right like when they get to know you for who you are today there's Mm -hmm. no preconceived notions of who you are they're not like yeah that's the kid that used to roll up dried weeds exactly exactly yeah (laughs) they're just like whoa this kid is cool or whoa this kid is annoying as shit like i want to stay away from him but but what i found like i i when i moved up here or even when i lived in different cities um throughout the country people would say to me Jordan, you could totally start a cult. I'm like, what? I'm like, why would you even say that? They're just like, I don't know. You could just start one. Like, you would have so many I followers. I've been that since I was eight. Okay. <laughs> Let's and I'm do like, it together. Uh, <laughs> we're starting a cult. Um, I don't. I don't have. I don't. I don't have the attention span for that. Thank no. you. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I, I definitely good. don't want to either. But it's just funny you say that because I'm like, I'm sensing a trend. I mean, you guys know I like my trends, <laughs> but I'm not starting one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right, right now, no cults for now. Um, I just remembered we were supposed to talk about uh, the King of Richfield. Oh yeah. <gasps> Sorry. Please. Okay. I'm, I just that just. We have time, right? Oh okay. yeah, of course. I, I think we've got I a mean, little time. We're I think we're gonna cut out the whole entire Lisa thing, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I and and this one's actually pretty quick. So yeah. here's here's yeah, yeah. my here are my thoughts on it. Um, Tanner and I both share a very. I think you're Just, worthy opponents. I, I mean, we we both love Richfield. The difference Absolutely. is that I, I don't live in Richfield anymore. And I've tried to go back. Don't worry. For any of you listening that you're just like, yeah, Jordan, just come back. No, no, no. <laughs> My wife will not. Like, I she I like <laughs> I tried to line up a job for her, everything. I love Richfield. But, no, it's not happening. It's never going to happen, and I accept it, and it's fine. But um, so here's the thing. I think that Tanner is um, – I, I hope he goes so far because I know he can make so many changes. No, he's so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, so good. he's conservative yeah. and he's good. Yes, like I, I think he <laughs> could bring about some really. No, but like I'm serious. Um, I'm serious. Like this is, is good. This is good for me to say because like I. Yes. I, I know how much that, that hurt you to say, but like you're mean it. No, it didn't it's hurt true. me at all. It didn't hurt me at all because. But also, I think I said today I miss having a miscarriage and I'm grateful. Yeah. But I'm also saying he's conservative and that's a good thing. Well, like so Tanner here, is a smart man. So that, but that's how it should be. That's what Kendra yeah, was kind of talking absolutely. about earlier. Like, why can't absolutely. we all be respectful of whatever your damn viewpoint is? Whatever <laughs> like, the hell, whatever the really hell. It's really not yeah. that hard. It doesn't mean you have to love what people are saying no, or like but it, but like, it just means you can be respectful. Yeah, yeah, it's really not hard. But for some reason, our country has, and Utah, and all—I mean, 
it's a really <laughs> rough thing. We're um, coming back. We're going to be, we're kind of, we we're going to come back. We're going to yeah. come back. I believe yes. in us. So I think, yeah, I think he's great. I, I hope he can go really far because I think he'll do some really amazing things. And I know he has such a big passion for Richfield, which I've always admired about him. Um, so I would say in, in, in terms of the king of Richfield, he would be a crowned king of Richfield, but this is where I feel like I come into the story. I would be the underground <laughs> king of Richfield. And here's why. Saying, like, let's have a <laughs> let's have a walk off. I'm David Bowie. So uh, so <laughs> I, I, I'm walking around with my with my you know big old like ratted hair and my makeup and my big bulge going on. Yeah, yeah, so, send yeah, it, yeah. Girl. underground. Send so, it. so this is but Take this is why I say down. This is why I say I'm the underground king of Richfield. Um, and I think they can, I think that they can exist together and they have to, because he doesn't have they a choice have to, at this point. So, <laughs> so, so I'll start back on a, on a, and I'll try to make this kind of concise, but, um, when I got home from my mission, uh, one of my best friends, Tyler Jorgensen and I, we were hanging out all the time. Uh, hey girl. we, yeah, I, Tyler's such a, such a cool kid. Um, hey with your F-150. So, so him and I, we decided early on that we were going to take over Richfield. We're like, dude, let's take over Richfield. Like, let's bring everything that this damn town needs. Like, let's get it all in here. And that was all, we were all like working towards it. We had our master plan. But then I moved away to go to the University of Utah. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't happening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just love how I'm always a slut. Um, (laughs) But I kind of was. So... Uh, so I move up here, but I was like, oh, you know, I'll be back. I'm just going to school. Well, obviously I met my wife and that fo- foiled all my plans, but was a really <laughs> great thing at the same time. So I was like, okay, how can I still, how can I still like be part of taking over Richfield from afar? So if you guys remember, I owned a food truck, my brother and I did. Yes, I do. Um, yeah. Originally it was called Saltar Burger Company, uh, because of legal issues, which were complete bullshit. We had to change Please to Jolly make me Bros. Please a sandwich soon. I want to know. Let's get, let's get together and have uh, some he'll, scone he'll burgers. He'll serve refreshments at our firesides. And we will absolutely, and those will need to be blessed, you guys, because you know, <laughs> they're not refreshments. They're well, you have the precept, motherfuckers. So like, <laughs> yes, I will be blessing those things. It's up to you. Um, I'm putting it down. I'm, I'm, it's reality. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Um, yeah, so so that, that whole food truck, which I absolutely loved, it was a dream of mine. It was so much fun. We had so much success with it. Um, but I... I could have started it in Salt Lake because that's where I was living. But instead, I was like, no, my plans are bigger than this. This is going to blow up and be huge. And so I was like, I need on its Wikipedia page to say it originated in Richfield, Utah, because that's how much I love my my hometown. So that's why we started it there. Um, and it was kind of a little bit of the detriment of the business, which is fine. Not, oh, not, not, not Richfield itself, but just, um, just everything that ended up kind of going down because little do you guys know, this was another reason behind it we had okay, to lobby really to hard I, yeah what, what happened we, we had to lobby really hard to get the food truck cha- laws or ordinances changed in richfield so that oh, food okay. trucks were allowed so oh, we had wow. to operate like a real business and it cost us out the ass <gasps> it was crazy yeah, we couldn't yeah, operate like a food yeah. truck then once once we closed down for the for the season uh-huh. they we found out they changed them and <gasps> then and that's yeah so we could have been dragging our you know jolly bros all over town like we had planned it made me a little bit angry not gonna lie oh but it's changed yeah. now so i feel happy yeah. that food trucks yeah. can be there now that's and right. i see them all yeah. the time and it's awesome 
See, um, that's why you're the king. You actually make changes to your land. I, this, but that's an underground change, right? So people yeah, didn't know that we were there lobbying yeah, for this. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and so we're, you're seeing all these food trucks. There was a reason nobody saw a food truck before ours because we were we had the facade of a food truck, but we were actually parked at that old gas station where yes. we had to utilize it. We had to claim we were an establishment. We couldn't move. It had oh to stay gosh. there. Like it was it was crazy, you guys. So anyway, that happens, right? Wow. Um, and then my brother's like, hey, I want to go back to school. So he goes back to school and, and we didn't start it up again just because of a lot of other different things. And that's fine. But I absolutely love that. So that's one of the reasons the ordinance, I wanted Jolly Bros, a.k.a. Salter Burger Company, to be to be originated in Richfield so it could be on the map, right, when it blew up. Which, yeah. by the way, that dream is still not gone. It's sitting, it's on the back burner. Um, but anyway, so that happened. But then I move, I, I'm up here. I'm working at an online university. And ever since that time in 2012, when I started with the online university, I have been hiring so many people from Richfield because oh, yeah. we pay so well. It's working at home. It's full benefits. Like what what we're, we what we were paying was more than you could go get starting at the mine there, which was a huge <gasps> wage. And so these people are like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I want this job. And and it was so cool. And they were some of the best people always, and they always are. And still to this day, I hire them as often as I can because they can relate to people. They care about people. It's that small town, you know, homegrown sort of thing that they're that they're really good at. And they're, they relate to people really well. So they're some of the best workers I ever, ever have in my department. Wow. Um, so yeah, so I've I've been I so Thank I'm slowly you. building Thank you Richfield. For doing that, Jordan. And by the way, like seriously, like yeah, it's I mean it's I just yeah. know that it can be a struggle down there, you know, when you absolutely um, yeah absolutely. yeah when when you can't make a living wage like and and especially with house prices going up and stuff down there, it's it's kind of crazy. But anyway, so I I'm not saying that because I want people to be like oh Jordan wow. I'm saying that these are these are reasons why these are all the behind the curtain things that are going on that I'm still trying to build. Richfield, I'm still trying He's to do Oz. these things. <laughs> you, have, you have changed laws. You have brought prosperity to your people. <laughs> you have led them emotionally, the maturely. Yes, you're so yes. great. So what I'm saying, understand. you guys. Okay. So, so what I'm saying is Tanner that I want I want an alliance with Tanner. Oh, okay. I want oh. I want to be like, hey Tanner, <laughs> listen, bro. Right like you here. and I, I, you and I can accomplish some great things. I'm gonna be. Agreed, I I would agreed. love to supply mustache some to mustache. jobs. <laughs> Must, okay, maybe not mustache to mustache. Maybe <laughs> sure, because you both have the most absurd mustaches I've ever seen. <laughs> and and you know what? Maybe I that just goes to show like why we're both badass because Powerful, we both have mustaches. He's just not bald. He's got a nice head of hair. But um, yeah, so I, I say, him. Tanner, if you listen to this, I don't know if you listen to this podcast. He, at does, all, but he does. He does. Oh, he does? Okay, okay. If you, uh, uh, I mean, who doesn't? Jordan, <laughs> everybody's listening. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know who exactly is listening. I Jordan, just. if you're listening, so many of us are. Yay. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, be positive. I I would love if I you know what maybe I will get into social media just to promote you guys. Oh my god, that would be so <laughs> nice. Honey, honey, yeah, oh, we'd love. so 
so it's kind of funny but so if anybody's listening to this and being like jordan how do i get a hold of you because one like what the hell are you doing with your life and two <laughs> like i want to talk to you now you won't be able to find me on social no, media no uh, social you can media. find me on instagram still but i almost never check it unless it's bobby or kendra that are iming me Hi. or dming me and that's not even a joke like i literally got on somebody said that there was a podcast and i was like what the hell so i got on and i was like I got on a, a Kendra's profile and I was like, who seriously, was and then I saw who you, Bobby. Who said it? It, I think it was Jenica Black. Okay. Really? That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I yeah, I think Jenica was the one that that told me, and I was like, that is amazing. So I got on there and, and checked you guys out, and obviously I started listening. And and oh, by the way, just I hopefully you guys know I love I love what you guys do so much that I, when I was backpacking. I downloaded your episodes and listened oh to them while gosh, I was backpacking. <laughs> yeah, just a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, you guys, I'm like one with nature. And I'm it. hearing you guys it. talking. Yeah, about you hear these bitches. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, everyone's like, Jordan, why aren't you talking to us? And I'm like, shh. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm listening oh to this God, podcast. They're you. like, what You're is this podcast? Nice. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Yeah, all right. Times. On that note, I think we got to wrap this shit up. We right? do. We, yeah. We're we tired. Just, I think Jordan, I'm a little thank you for being here. You were so, <laughs> thank I, you love you. I love you. I love you guys too. I, I appreciate you having me here and just listening to me. And, and yeah. Come on. You can come on anytime. We're, we're, we're down. Yeah, can you we're come down again? Clown. Yeah. You. Come down. Yeah. Be our elders quorum president. I, I will be your elders corn president. <laughs> All right. Well, we say these things. The name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Is This the Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.